This is episode six after we launched this podcast a year ago, where we have two terrible co-hosts on the other side <laughs> of, of, the, of the States right now. Um, this your boy LP um, from um, Paul Horseman, Golf Performance Group, uh, Creators Guild, um, just a variety of things. I mean, probably since the last time you heard a um, nostalgic podcast, we probably had like three podcasts under our network. We going on 10 so we're trying to get this one back going, especially during pandemic time. And on um, the mic in Oklahoma, we got... Got B-Roll uh, back for this day, Chappelle. Um, definitely a classic. Decided to get into it. And... You got your boy DL. You're at quarantine station up here in Oklahoma City. Uh, and DL definitely probably... I mean, y'all can't see him, but he definitely looked like Corona. Like, he just looks like it. <laughs> just, in, just in general. So, you know, we're going to do our best to keep um, entertaining people as much as we can. Um, we, got, we have a commitment to each other to try to make sure that this goes out because people are starting to take our swag. I don't want to uh, mention any names, but we've been doing the old classics, hood classics uh, first. Now, our problem is we wasn't consistent, see? So we got we got to keep moving. So that's our commitment to y'all who listen with us, who rock with us. We appreciate y'all doing it. And this Chappelle show one, we think is just fitting, especially being stuck in the house because you got, you know, almost 40, 50 episodes over three seasons that you can you can watch. And just first impressions, either one of y'all get started. Do you remember when you first watched this show and what you thought of it, like, uh, any of y'all, because y'all younger than me by 10 years. So I want to hear from y'all first, and I'll kind of tell you what I thought. <clears throat> well, for me at that time, I was, you know, 12, 13 years old. So I was really fresh into still watching all that, kind of. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. We know. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, and my, my, uh, my people wouldn't let me watch nothing that cussed too much. Um, but the Chappelle show, it didn't matter what was said, what was going on. It was just so funny. Um, so I, I just remember it, 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 it being a sketch show where, especially when he started using the rappers, and I know we'll kind of get into that, but it just kind of tied in what was going on and, and it kind of pushed the boundaries, but it was funny enough to do it. So it was kind of the first time where I felt like something was so funny, it didn't matter how negative the 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 content might have been i know yeah. for me i mean this is like a theme of mine that y'all always hear is that you know i never got to control the remote so oh three oh four <laughs> hit that's when i got the high school that's when man everybody talking about it at school so you got to make sure you watch it that that was it wednesday night or thursday night yeah yeah, yeah. you can yeah. be in the group talking yeah. about it when you get to school uh, on the next day, but man, I just remember when I first watched it. Like I was a little late to the game, so I miss, I miss being on that wave in the first season. But I made sure, like once I got to high school and that second season came out, I, I got up on it because 
man, that's what everybody was talking about. So you didn't want to be left out not knowing what was going on. So. Yeah, and see, for me, I had just graduated college. And um, I was working um, at the PGA Tour in Jacksonville, Florida. And I remember this was like before YouTube. I mean, I think we had YouTube, but it wasn't like it, it was now. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So you had to buy like the box set DVDs. And I went and looked. I've got every season on DVD. And I bought like this mega pack of DVDs where like it was one set of dvds for each season so yeah that, that's yeah. how crazy things were back then like <laughs> yeah. and, and i made yeah. sure that i had it with me in florida because at the time you know i have cable or you couldn't just stream stuff so a, a lot of nights i watched three things um chappelle show um i think i probably like pootie tang maybe <laughs> so for me it, it, it kind of got it got me through and what I've got up on the screen right now is if, if for those of you who haven't listened to the nostalgic podcast, basically we take you through all right, our, our thoughts of the show or movie, um, you know, what the cast and crew look like, you know, what we thought of the cast, who was breakout stars, who could have did a little more what they uh, had. And then because this is a little unique versus a movie, we're going to give you some of our favorite sketches and kind of talk about our favorite sketches as well. But my first impression on the, the cast and crew is when I found out that this is going to sound bad, but when I found out that Neil Brennan was white, yeah, I was like, yo, yeah. why is he so funny? And why was yeah. he able to connect? But you know, he'd been rocking with Dave since Dave started his career. Yeah. I didn't even find out about Neil Brennan until after uh, the Chappelle show stopped coming on and just kind of hearing about, you know, how much input he had and kind of, you know, making this thing move and keep going. But well, yeah, yeah this, I, I didn't realize he was that funny either. This just to to let you know how young, at least at least I was when when Chappelle was going on. Like I was surprised that there was people helping him. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Chappelle had that Mike Tyson, <laughs> Michael Jordan aura, like to where it's like, if I saw him, like he was that. Like, you couldn't go to school. He, it was one of the few things, like, if a basketball game, somebody got dunked on, everybody saw it, everybody talked about it. It was the same way with the Chappelle show. So when I found out it was people helping him, I kind of was like, what? And then I saw it was Neil Brennan. I was just like, oh, I cannot believe it. But obviously Neil Brennan is hilarious and uh, fitted, you know. But for me, one of the, the breakout stars was Charlie Murphy. You well, know. wait, hold, keep, hold your breakout star. Okay, hold, hold okay. that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. So, um, get some more background on Neil Brennan if y'all got. Yeah, it, so I'll, I'll pull up some background on Neil Brennan. So, I, I, I if you can see my screen, um, I've got Neil Brennan up, and, and so basically Neil Brennan was he he been with Dave Chappelle since Half Baked Days. You see, if you look on his IMDb, yeah. 1998, and he's just a comedy writer. So he does have one um, special that he did. And it's actually pretty good. His special isn't just um, necessarily like stand-up comedy. He kind of does it in three parts. So he does some storytelling. He does um, some comedy. It's called Three Mics. And I, and I encourage all of you to go check that out. So him and Dave Chappelle, they kind of just came up together in the industry. Yeah. And, I, and I think the way it worked out was Dave Chappelle was just so talented with his comedy 
you know, his timing, his um, yeah. cadence, you know, the way he uses his voice, his body. Neil yeah. Brennan is funny, but he's not that funny. Yeah. So I think what they probably did as partners, you know how that goes. Yeah. All right, we we going to work together, but yeah. I'm going to help you write stuff. You're going to help me write things. But we putting you out on the stage, and we're going to see if we can get it. And they, and they got it, I would say, because Neil Brennan has been helping Dave Chappelle even as he's came back at his most recent um, comedy yeah. um, segments as well. Well, going forward, when people talk about them best duos, that who's a better duo? You're or, right. Throw them in there. They <laughs> got to be in there. <clears throat> You're right about that. So uh, with the cast, you know, there's a, there's a good amount of people. Um, Paul Mooney, legendary. You know, Paul Mooney was been around with like Richard Pryor, um, Eddie Murphy. You know, Paul, Paul yeah. Mooney goes way back. Um, Nick Kroll, you know, Nick Kroll now has his own career. Think about that. Like, yeah. he went from being a lackey with Dave Chappelle to being on like Saturday Night Live and Comedy Central to now Nick Kroll got that show on um, Netflix. What's it called? Um, the cartoons where they, they, yeah, um, it's, uh, they got like Bob's Burgers? No, no, no. The one where they no. talk about like puberty. Um, yeah, it's the big animal. <laughs> yeah, it's called. Like the, yeah, he he got a whole like, you know, whole thing with that. Big Mouth. Yeah. Big Mouth. Yeah, Big Mouth. Yeah. Yep, so right. Nick Kroll got a whole, um, you know, big career yeah. out of this as well. You got um, Donnell Rollins, Ashy Larry, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that's was, my pick. I'm, I'm keeping up with the talk. Who, who else? Who else y'all like? I mean, just kind of stood out to you. You got to remember Bill Burr. Bill Burr is a great stand-up comedian. Yeah. There's yeah. another um, dude named Greer Barnes. I don't know if you've watched him here recently, but Greer is in this a lot, and he, um, you know, he's kind of his career has exploded some as well. I mean, just a lot of people had a launch from being yeah. on this show. Yeah, I, I don't know what most deaf did, you know, a lot as far as acting before this, but this is like the first introduction I had to him as being an actor. Yeah, because he, I don't remember um, Yaslin Bay. <laughs> doing any yeah. other, um, doing yeah. other um, acting before this either. And, you know, yeah. that's one of my favorites. You know, we'll talk about it here in a moment on, on our favorite scenes. And then you even got Rashida Jones um, here. You know, now her career has continued to just go and go and go. I don't remember her doing much before 2003 either. I mean, considering she's like 40 or so now, you know, right. she's probably been like, you know, 23, 24, 25 at that point. So that was right. early in her career also. So just in looking at it, let's go through the seasons real quick. So if you were to rank the seasons before we go through all of them, what would you all say is the best season of Dave Chappelle's show? Season two. What would you say, B-Row? Uh, I, I would say season two as well. And see, uh, I, I think season, season one, one is <laughs> – yeah. Season one, season one it's, it's, it's really hard to say because, I mean – Clayton Bixby is a part of his first episode. Yes. Just think about coming in the game like that. It's crazy. Um, But, yeah, it's probably season two just because the relevancy of what was going on during that time. But as far as just original characters being made, season one had more original characters that they created. Like season two, yeah, he tapped in more into, like, the mainstream social media stuff, like, with – with the princes and and, and right. with James' story like that, right. 
that stuff. And it seems Charlie that Barkley. those are real stories, and we we cannot jump. We can get there, but yeah, but say, that <laughs> stuff you know, but that's just crazy. It seems like those are real stories. Hey, so we I, I wanted us to do just like kind of a brief thing on a few, because just so you all know, we we're only got time for nine. You know, we don't want this to be because we could talk about this all day. This could be an eight-hour podcast, but in order for it to be, you know, a reasonable time frame, we we limited it to our nine favorite. But I'm just gonna be let you know off top. This pop copy in season one, episode one, like that out the gate was hilarious because that's how people be working in retail really act. <laughs> like they they hate that you covered their store, bro. Like so. <laughs> The fact that, but the funniest is when they put doo doo butter all over the uh, yeah. bathroom stall. Yeah. So you wouldn't go back in there. And I was like, man, you know, people probably really be doing that. So to me, uh, episode one, season one, that that is a highlight to me on season one. Now, um, I think, B Row, you got Make a Wish just in general yeah. as one of your favorite three. Yeah. Yeah, if uh, you wanna you wanna get into it while we yeah, let's go ahead and get into um, make a wish. Then since this is one of your um, three. All right, give me a second. And I just really like street hoops. <laughs> so so I'm gonna play a little. I'm gonna play a little clip of it, and then we'll let you talk about it some. All right. Three for me. Tell us why you put that in, in, in one of your Cause, favorites. Again, because it was just, one, it was it was a game that was relevant that everybody was playing. And two, is just pushing those lines of, like, obviously that's the worst thing you could possibly do. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that to me, was it, – it's just e- – even at the end of it, you know, the kid actually flatlines. <laughs> <laughs> and wake him up and he hands him the remote and that that right there is just you know yeah, and for somebody who especially at that time was a big 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 you know uh video game player to just kind of use some of those quotes while you playing the game you know he, he gave you something while you playing the game so that was definitely one of my favorites yeah for me what stands out on that is just there was a part where the kid was like, I don't feel too good. And he was like, oh, no, nah, hell no. Nah. You, 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 like, like, I, thought, I thought he was going to show some sympathy for me. Like, oh, man, my bad. But he just kept going hard on him. So, yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, this is this is quality viewing right here. I mean, you yeah. you could watch this one. It aged well. Like, yes. it's yep. still yeah, funny well, today. When I saw that date, I was like, man, that was in 03, 17 years ago yes. from now. Yeah. It, it still seems so uh, so fresh. Like you said, it did age well. Like, I don't feel like this is out of date or nothing. Like, I watched this uh, 
trading spouses with my uh, wife and her sister last night. They thought it was like a new episode of Wife Swap. <laughs> and I was like, no. Nah. <laughs> I was like, this old. Nah, and so, and so because we, you know, kind of good transition uh, deal. So trading spouse, that, you know, so I'm um, long, longest 10-year married um, on the pod. You know, I'm coming up on uh, 15 years. I can't believe it. But <laughs> But trading spouses to me is just so funny just because it, it just, it, it's so unrealistic, but it's realistic at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah. I'm going to play a quick, uh, and, and the clip that <laughs> I've picked on this one um, is when they're getting their discipline. So uh, <laughs> 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 are you listening to? It's new 50 Cent. I'm from the streets, man. G G G G G G G U net. Come on, get in the car. G G G G get your ass in the car. Well, here y'all, my top home sweet home, the hood. All right, little fella, say hello to these people for me, and tell them when you see them that Leonard Washington is glad he made it out. Go on, go on. Good, 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 goodbye. And if you need money, sell rocks. I heard that's what they do around here. <laughs> I, mean, like, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, you know the. the, the oh, that don't even take the cake, man. I, I know, but I, I tried to play. I tried to play parts of it. That oh, was safe you know, because <laughs> because that T that T mark. You know, my man went upstairs. He he, he was like, I I got to get this one off when I'm on uh, <laughs> yeah. on punishment. And then when the guy stole the bra at the end, um, yeah, that that yeah. just it, it just was so outrageous. I, you couldn't believe it. Like all of that, the the whole series of that spouse swap was funny to me. Like trading spouse, yeah, that that's it was that's my favorite of all Dave Chappelle's episodes. See, I had forgot about that one until you brought it up the other day. And uh, the funniest part when I watched it last night was uh, <laughs> when Leonard Washington was with the White family. And uh, the wife was like, yeah, just so you know, you know, Tom usually does the dishes after we did it. <laughs> <laughs> he let us know. He'll be here on April the 9th. Do your thing. Yeah, the funniest is when he, when he, when he first walked, like, Leonard Washington set it off when he first walked in the house because he was like, I don't smell no dinner cooking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he hadn't even been there for two minutes, you know. He's like, I don't smell no dinner. Like that's that's wild. And, and the, the 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 black family was just so black. Like his 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 wife, you know, she was like, I mean, they just were so polar opposite to the white family. It just was hilarious to me. So that that's that's probably my favorite of of the three that I picked to go through. So let's let's hit um, some more of the season. Anything else in season one? Was was one of yours in season one? Um, I wanted to ask you, was was Whack Arnold's in season one? No, Whack Arnold's is season three, I think. I think this is season three. Yeah, I think okay. that was like towards the end. When no, he, I, well, think, I think I, most of mine is season two. I, okay. I think, I, I think, I think, go, go up, go up. And, and again, you could say something about all of these, obviously. Um. Oh, I did like Mad, Mad Real World, World too. Mad Real World is mine. Okay. Yeah, yeah so Mad Real World is another one of mine. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah. the reason why I picked Mad Real World is because when when I was growing up, you wanted to be on Real World. Like that didn't change. Bro, didn't like change. Yeah. but but it was really serious when you were like 
you know, if you were 18 in the late 90s, like I was, like, this is when real world was popping. Like, yeah, like no, everybody wanted to be on real world. I mean, the people on real world were becoming stars, like legit yeah. stars. Yeah. So the, there's a lot of funny scenes in this one. The, the funniest to me is probably when Katie uh, comes. His girlfriend comes. And Lysol, <laughs> but, but this is the scene that I picked because it's just so outrageous that it's almost unbelievable. So. Guys, I'd like to introduce you all to my dad. I brought some brownies. You got weed in them? <laughs> I feel bad for that white boy, but his daddy shouldn't have looked at her like that, so, you know. Because I don't like how you looked at me. Why you got to look at me like that? Zandra, I apologize. I don't know how I'm looking at you. Like that. Like what? Oh, look. Look, you're doing it. I'll look over here. You don't know how to talk to people. Why you gotta be looking at me, white man? I'm not looking at anyone. If someone could... <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Like... In this... this... <laughs> Shot drop and stab. No one's doing It's so funny. This is so funny to me because all the real worlds will have like one black dude yeah, and everybody exactly. else would be white. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you know. So, so this flipped the script, it, 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 and you knew it was going to be turned because when he first walked into the house, they was having that legit house party. Like, it was, there was people getting their hair braided. Yeah. There was, I mean, everything they started was vibing yeah, immediately. They, yeah. I mean, but yeah, the, the, the best probably, you know, is the Katie when Lysol uh, got out of the pit. Like that that's just demoralizing for my guy. So um, Oh Ty, Tyree, uh he just abused that that kid Chad nah, from the beginning. You, so <laughs> I hadn't watched this one. I mean at least I didn't remember it at least. And so you remember when uh Tron puts him in the sleeper hole? Yeah, and then they uh, and he was like, Man, yeah. you know, I've never been I've never, you know, been put to sleep before, but I just know when you wake up, your anus hurts. <laughs> 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 all right so season two this is i think when you know if you think season one was the primer season two is when they just started turning up so this is probably where we could start talking about our best cast member because yeah. you know b-row started with off top charlie murphy so yeah. so tell us why you think charlie murphy is your your best cast member because charlie murphy wasn't it, 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 I really feel like this. Like he may not be, he may not have been as funny as Dave Chappelle or Chris Rock. Like by the things he was saying, but his voice and just his normal, like the way he carried himself with his characters, is just as funny to me. Like <clears throat> delivery, funny in every single skit, just because his voice. And it kind of went on with his acting career, where I was always like, man, he's hilarious, but. Obviously, I feel like this this uh, this season got heat. Like Wayne Brady was already yeah. for popular. On whose line is it, anyways? And I and I would love to talk about that episode here in a minute. But I feel like Charlie Murphy stole the season, and this season got every everybody's favorite almost. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, what would you say then, uh, DL? Like, let's. This might be a time for your. Um, breakout star, favorite character too. Who who would you say? I mean, truth be told, I feel like Donnell Rollins is kind of really underrated off this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
He is. I mean, he got some of the more memorable characters, especially with Ashley Larry, man. Like, Ashley Larry is probably one of the funniest characters I've, I, I remember off this. And then just kind of going through some of this stuff last night, I forgot about um, – the, the skit he did with the with the player haters ball. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and so to me, you know, I, I guess breakout star is wrong because Dave Chappelle's already a star, but this is where he started showing his range. Like, yeah, yeah. because he played um, Rick James, he played Prince, yeah. he played the president, he played, you know, all these different things that he was able to do. Lil Jump, like, this would show me that if, you, if you're going to talk about the funniest comedians, Dave Chappelle is going to be a part of it. And forever. I think it's fair to say Breakout Star because he don't have a movie that puts him at this status. I, I mean, mean, yeah, Half Baked ain't near. Yeah. I mean, this this put him to yeah. the stratosphere. I mean, you, of you remove eight of these skits and Dave Chappelle's not, you know. Nah, not near as good as we think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dave Chappelle's best movie mm-hmm. was probably, was it Nutty Professor? And that wasn't his movie, though. I know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, so let's get into um, when keeping it real goes wrong is in this season as well. So, DL, this is one that you picked. So, kind of tell us why you picked this one, and I'll play a quick clip. Well, I always um, uh, back in college, I had um, one of my LBs. His name was Steve, <laughs> and. Uh, he just always uh, would do stuff like this to me. And I'm like, bro, like you must have never seen what Keeping It Real goes wrong. So I want to say it was probably like our junior year. We're all on Christmas break. And he's calling me on my phone like around New Year's night. And I ain't answer. I was at church. And so I find out maybe next day that uh, – he had been stabbed while he was walking the streets oh, of L.A. <laughs> yeah. And so he, he went and told me the story about how that all came to be. So he said he was he's walking. This Hispanic guy, you know, stopped him and asked him, you know, do you have any money for the train? I mean, not for the train, but for the bus. He's like, nah, I ain't really got no money. I'm about to go get these burritos. So that dude was like, well, you need to get off my block. He was like, well, I'm on your block right now. And I was like, bro, you must don't know yeah, where you at. Up. <laughs> 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 All right, so let, let me play this quick clip real quick. You the man. Give me some skin, huh? Vernon got along with all of the people he worked with, which in his heart of hearts made him feel like an Uncle Tom. Though he could have ignored the simple comment his mentor made, Vernon decided to keep it real. Get your motherfucking hand out of my face. But again, that's one of those ones where if you you show up, you showed up to school the next day and, see, and somebody was saying Wu Tang and you didn't, they, just, you they didn't knew you ain't watch it. They knew you ain't yeah, seen it. You had and, to know. And like it, it's so relatable because there are times when just in general in life where you want to keep it real. Like <laughs> you yeah. want to be like, yo, yeah. don't talk to me like that, B. Like yeah. you wanna yeah. but yeah. But like what happened to him, you know, basically he was a destitute after 
Life lessons, fam, because I tell my coworkers all the time, like when they start getting about 450, 455, we'd be like, ah, ah, work dusting and home dusting is like, I'm, I'm about to get out my shell, so I ain't going to be here too long, and y'all don't need to be talking to me no more. For real. I mean, so now also, um, DL, you got, um, you, you also had World Series of Dice. Yeah. So I'm going to play a quick clip, and then we'll talk about World Series of Dice also. <laughs> Leonard Washington and Fionk Yu. Oh, let me buy you in there! This is wrong! And almost on cue, the game gets robbed. Local thug Rodney Quills Dinkins breaking into the Marcy Project's hallway here and telling us all to get but naked. You know, Bill, dice games get robbed. It happens all the time. They very rarely come to a reasonable end. TV is no different. Pause it right here. What you waiting for, cool? <laughs> so, with with as much Little Washington as we saw leading up to this, I just like, nah, this ain't gonna go down like that. <laughs> go ahead, <play> <laughs> Breeze, get buck naked right now. Get it off, son. First of all, you better check your tone, man. I think you know who you're talking to. A little Washington. Don't get butt naked for nobody. You want this roll, nigga? You're gonna have to shoot me. Okay. <laughs> Yo, okay, this is an observation I, I never made until just now. <laughs> Charlie Murphy's face isn't covered at all. Oh, he got videos. Bro, like, that's not a robbery outfit. Like, <laughs> uh, like yeah, so World Series of Dice. Was, but only black people get that. Like, see, that's yeah. the thing that I don't know. If, yeah. Like, you know, our audience, of course, is diverse. And we want everyone to listen. But World Series of Dice is a black experience. Period. It's a cultural, yeah, it's a cultural, that's what made, that, it, again, to go back to when I found out that Bill Britton was a part of this, I was like, what? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, like, they executed it perfectly, you know. Yeah, this, this, is a, this is a black experience. Like, we're, being robbed at a dice game, I, I don't know, I don't even know... <laughs> I don't even know our white brothers and sisters if they play dice like that. So <laughs> to yeah. get, they're definitely well, not getting robbed at a dice game. Our Hispanic brothers do. Like I remember I used true, to work true, at true. the grocery store, man, United. And boys used to get it off in the break room, like like real talk, rolling yeah. dice and got caught by a supervisor one time. Yeah, I but definitely hey, if, I definitely if you did keep the playing same this thing. clip. If you keep playing this clip, it's a, it's another funny part where Ashley Larry come back. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, just to keep them short. Okay. I'm, I'm encouraging everybody. Short. I'll put some more links when I post up the um, pod as well. And, and, and let's roll right into it because since season two had a lot of them, um, B-Roll had um, making the band on his yeah. um, season two. So let, let, let's kind of talk about making the band real quick. <clears throat> so this is the clip. We'll play and we'll kind of talk about making the band. It's 100% Cambodian, yeah? It's the real shit. 
Impress me. You made my day. Not only am I going to open the studio up, I'm sending you in there with the legend. That's right, Wyclef, playboy. No disrespect, I wanted to work with Wyclef more than I wanted to work with Puff. You're done. <laughs> so, well, why did you, I mean, I think I got an idea why you picked making a band, but, but what's your thoughts? You know, again, the, the whole, that's that's what was going on, but the outlandishness that, that he made for Diddy is just what set it over the top. Obviously, the Dylon, 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 Dylon is still, like, relevant. And if you, like, if I go up to somebody and say that or that's brought and they, that the other person don't know that, like, that's just strange to me. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that. Making the band, <clears throat> he just, again, it's just something that he just did. Or I mean, I don't know how he, he could have made it better. I mean, it was so ridiculous when he put in the clips of the real show, like, yeah. And, and, and I can remember making it being like everybody, like, like Babs and like, they, they, like yeah, they, they had a real video. Do y'all remember the yeah. real video? Yeah. Uh-uh. Um, oh, where yeah. they played like softball. Yeah. I remember, I remember like, Ines. Yeah. Uh, that's, I gotta hold on real quick. Cause, cause this will just let you know how relevant he was they had like a video where they were like playing like here it is right here yep bad boy yep. this bad boy yep. that bad boy bad boy and then none of them did anything sarah stokes no. didn't uh-uh. chop it in like none of them uh-uh. did so. i thought chopper had chopper style no, no that's not with him. That's <laughs> <laughs> the same guy. No, that wasn't him. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, you got him, boy. <laughs> Man, you, you out the culture for that. <laughs> I mean, we, we can't even do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I told you, man. Look, we had no Wi-Fi until I was a junior in high school. <laughs> that's, this is pre-Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, this is pre-Wi-Fi. All right, so, um, all right, so we got season two again. I think the last one um, for yours was Black Bush um, DL. So let me play this quick clip real here and win. I mean, our hey, president. Hey, you scoot the cursor over just a little bit to to your left. Where? What I need to do? Just, just my man with the glasses <laughs> off top. He just looked crazy. <laughs> 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 right, so let me play this clip real quick. Hey, y'all niggas don't believe me. I got some yellow cake right here. Look, see, believe this. Don't drop that. No, I know what to do with it. Up in this special CIA don't drop that <laughs> yeah. Pray to God you don't drop that. Right. A sensitive accusation it, it for this so administration is the theory held this by is really me- relevant right now just because <laughs> yo, I mean, we, we don't know everyone's political leanings, but we're in shambles, right? <laughs> <laughs> so what made you pick this idea? <laughs> Man, the the accuracy in which I mean, I know it's Black Bush, but you could just put Black 
any other president that isn't black <laughs> especially with 45 um so like the way he talks to the media like if you keep playing it you'll see how they like how he responds when they ask him unfavorable questions it's just his whole unrealistic approach and you know how we just recently were told that we probably want to Want to use that Lysol to, uh, you know, get that Rona out of us. Yeah, you better, so. you better chew them um, Clorox tablets, bro. <laughs> like, if you're, you're not trying to it's be It's just healthy. unreasonable. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, Dave just had so so great. All his political sketches were good, but this Black Bush was probably the best one to me. Like, it, it just, and that yellow cake, it just, it just, because his advisors sucked. And I feel right. like right now the advisors that we have, I, I'm <laughs> right. not, this isn't a political show, so <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that alone. So <clears throat> the other that we had um, was yours, Bureau. It's the, um, hold on real quick. It's the Nigar family. So we're gonna, <laughs> so I'll play a quick clip. And this to me, when when Dave Chappelle started letting the N word fly with the hard ER on TV. Yeah. It, it, this was the most <laughs> shocking part of the yeah. show to me. So I'll play a quick clip and, and we'll get some reactions. Jenny has a date tonight with a nigger boy from school. What? Oh, God, no. No, Teddy, that's his name, Timmy Nigger. Oh, of course. <laughs> that nigger. He's a very good athlete and so well-spoken. That family's going places. I mean, we're rich. They're nigger rich. Oh, bitch. <laughs> Morning, niggers. Why, it's Preston, our colored milk man. And it's my favorite family to deliver milk to. The niggers. <laughs> like I, I don't even know how they allowed that on TV, yo. Like now, it, I guess we have less censored. But Janet Jackson was getting kicked off the Super Bowl for showing a, yeah. um, a areola on accident. Yeah. yeah. Now they got full nigger on this. Like, <laughs> man, I feel like he, in a, in one of his uh, most recent stand-ups, he kind of spoke to that about. You know why is it um, why is it inappropriate for me to say the n word? But you know you I can well let me not even get him that bad. You can cut this out. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like it's hard not to get yeah. to the full full political man. But but so but so why did you pick this one though, Biro? I just again just pushing that boundary. I mean, it, it was the first time on TV I felt like something was like that. Um, and it was hilarious. I mean, as bad as it is, it was hard not to laugh at. It's a classic. And then the the last one that we've got for you all, and I think we'll do a bonus one too, just because uh, I think we would be disrespectful if we didn't either, and we could talk about it, either Prince or, or Rick James. Or Rick James. We, got, we got to show yeah. a little bit of that. And then we'll yeah. give our full rating of the show, our nostalgic rating, one to 10, like we always do. But for me, um, the racial draft, J just because how outlandish it was, because I, I don't know if um, our white brothers and sisters do this, but black people do this all the time. Like, man, if they were black or if we, man, we would I definitely mean, invite them to the barbecue. Yeah, you know what I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> we do this. So the fact that he put it in with announcers and commentator, but the most ridiculous comment to me is the piece that I picked out here. And, and you're going to know when you hear it exactly. You're just going to bust out laughing. 
Well, Colin Powell and Condoleezza Rice now officially white. OJ, black again. What a day. You know, if white people knew they were going to get away with picking a black person, I bet they would have picked Oprah. Oh, well, absolutely, Rob. Thick thighs, no felonies. She definitely would have been a great pickup. Okay, the Chinese delegation is up next. Although they're the last, they've been waiting with zen-like patience. My guess is Yao Ming. He's been spending a lot of time with blacks learning slang and shit-talking. If they're not careful, they might lose them. The Asian delegation chooses the RZA, the Jizza, the Dex, the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, from Tiger Woods being officially black and saying for shizzle. Yeah. For shizzle. To, yeah. uh, I don't know if y'all remember Elian Gonzalez, the kid yeah. who got on yeah. the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He could, I mean, this whole he, thing was just hilarious, man. He could give us one of these every, every five years. I agree. And it would be hilarious. It yeah. would be hilarious. So now, now before we give our rating, what what um, one should we do a little snippet of? The Rick James or the Prince? Rick James. I think the, I think the Prince. <clears throat> See, it's just so hard. So it's hard. It's just it's just really hard to pick one of these. But moron. I the last, last night. <laughs> no, that's not it. That's not it. Hold on. Uh, let me let me get that. <clears throat> he was just talking about how you know with Rick James, you would think that you know he had a line with certain things, but he's like, nah. We talking about Rick James, man. It's Rick James. Yeah, I, like <laughs> I think that I think the best. It's a celebration, bitch. <laughs> maybe I'm overreacting. I actually went there. Like, I maybe I shouldn't do nothing. But my ghetto side was going, yo, stomp this motherfucker out right here. The fuck is wrong with him? I'm just unwinding. I'm just getting started, bitches. Totally just rolled me off. Like, I'm that nigga to steal one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, what, what? You gonna smack me back? I'm Rick James. He's Charlie Murphy. I waited because I knew what, what hotel he was staying in. Eddie and then went home and I said, y'all be right back. I shot over to the hotel. Went up to his room, knocked on the door. So then he comes in there and I said, look, bitch, I'm Rick James. You know what's good? You know good? I'm gonna pause real quick. It's because Charlie Murphy is a great storyteller. storyteller. Right. I, I mean, right. it's impeccable storytelling. Right. 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 <laughs> I mean, he doesn't like, have to. He he doesn't have to be telling a joke. No. Yeah. I, they're yeah. not jokes. Those are just. Right. right. He's just an impeccable storyteller. That's what right. it is. And he's so, up there with the greats of, of doing that. Too. I think he's better than his brother. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, right. it, 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 it might be his cadence. It might be his yeah, voice, like you talked about. The way he pauses. Yeah. But he's an incredible storyteller. So rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. You yeah, know, we, sure. we, we hate um, that he's no longer with us because that was great. All right, so let's get into our rating as we wrap this one up. You know, 1 to 10, the whole catalog, which we feel like it ended too short. What do you all think of Chappelle's show? Does it stand up now as – Sketch comedy, you got to think Saturday Night Live, Mad TV, um, Color, um, what was it called? Living Living Color. color. Um, Where does this stand um, in regards to the pantheon of sketch comedy? You want to start with us, uh, B-Row? Yeah, I would say 
I would say when you when you talk about breakout stars and what their careers did, it probably didn't do that. But everything else considered, I would say number one. It just was shorter. You know, could he have done this five seasons? Who knows? But I, I would say number one, ten. I mean, there's probably only three sketches that aren't funny. So, you know, I would say anything after it, uh, Key and Peel, things like that, haven't came close to it. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, Key and Peel ain't the, it, 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 yeah, didn't, it I, didn't have the same, it's funny. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's very I, funny. I think very they're, funny. they're funny, but it just very didn't funny. have the same impact as um, this did to me. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> DL, what you think? <laughs> so, out of all those, we just kind of listed. This is my favorite. Like, if I was going one to ten it, though, I would put it probably at a nine, and that's just because it ended short. Like, it, it just kind of felt like like Derrick Rose lost his knees too early and just – That's a good you know, analogy. That's a good <laughs> analogy. Yeah. They yeah. get to yeah. finish it strong like you thought it could have been all of his potential. But out of all of those, uh, you know, in this genre, like, he's got the most, at least for me, the most memorable skits that I can – you know, quote to this day, and I think the impact on my uh, generation is 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 everlasting. Okay, okay. So yeah, to me, I think you just you got to give it a ten. I mean, I've been watching sketch comedy for a long time. I mean, in Living Color, to me, used to be the bar. Like just because maybe culturally, you know, they touched on things that in our culture I like. You know, Saturday Night Live does it occasionally. But it's not the bar to me because a lot of those things I don't relate to. Um, Mad right. TV, a lot of times I didn't relate to it. Like Dave Chappelle was able to merge things that I related to and like coming of age stuff. Like as I was getting older and paying bills and things like that, right. I was thinking, like, a lot of that stuff just made a lot of sense. So to me, Dave Chappelle, that, that, um, that was definitely the best. So uh, we, we appreciate y'all listening. Um, Again, I've got the um, website up now where you can find more information about um, the podcast. If you go to creatorsguild.com, the guildhtx.com is where you can find all the information. Go over to the podcast page. We've got a number of them. Um, Of course, the Nostalgic Podcast is a member of the group. We want to make sure you all go check it out. You can check out the remainder of our catalog. We're on iTunes, Google Play. We're on um, Spotify. We're on SoundCloud, pretty much anywhere where you would listen to a podcast. We've got information for you. And our most recent one before this one was Love and Basketball, which was just the 20th anniversary of the movie. And it's crazy to think that all these things are like 20 years later. Yeah. Where just time keeps flying. So as long as you all aren't injecting, disinfecting, and bleaching your body, you'll make it. (laughs) You'll make it to to, 2021, hopefully, too. So. Um, anything y'all want to leave the people with before we get out of here? Go back and watch that Dave Chappelle. Go watch yeah. it. Season two, like even if you don't watch all three seasons, man, if if you watch season two, I feel like you're gonna get the bulk of the uh, the memorable content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send, it, send us your top three. Yeah, yeah, send us your top three. We're gonna put out a new. Um, we put out a graphic that had our top nine and gave people some opportunity to discuss, and we're gonna put out a new one with this episode. So. Uh, That's been episode um, six of the Nostalgic Podcast. We're out.
about the show. 